Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. Did you forget <laughs> to hit record? Dude, we were actually talking about good shit there. Yeah, um, yeah. She was comparing me to the cockroach guy from the first Men in Black movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but really, though, what do you mean by being a lizard lady? Because lizard lady to me means that you're an alien lizard person and your human skin shield that you're using to conceal your alienness is slowly cracking. Okay, but then when someone says cat lady, you don't think half feline, no. half. No, but what's Person. a lizard lady? Oh, like you have rep- reptiles. You like yeah, yeah, like I'm like Laura Dern in Jurassic Park. Laura Dern was a botanist, so she fucked with plants. Well, when I think of like a, a lizard human, I think of Amazing Spider-Man when the guy wanted to turn everyone into lizards, and it was the weirdest <laughs> fucking plot. Okay, so apparently people who like lizards um, really get a bad rap in society because either I mean, they're a lizard person cool. or they want other people to be lizard people. I mean, I was just saying, like, I didn't want to be a cat lady. I'd rather be something else. And the only thing that came to my mind was lizard lady. You'd be a dog lady. You'd be a bird lady. I know, but, like, maybe maybe a bird lady. You'd be a fish lady. I mm. won't have the energy to be a dog lady, you know? Mm. We just have, like, a lot of fish. We just mm. walk in and have aquariums everywhere. Dude, that maintenance, man. It'd be rich enough to have someone do it. Honestly, you know what? I want to be a pool boy lady. That's what I want to be. No boy, you just have forty pool boys <laughs> yeah. outside. No, you pool. don't even have a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Are they there against their will, though? Because no, that's a no, crime. they all want to be there. They're all happy with the uh, their living arrangements. Yeah, I wanted to say living arrangements, and then I was like, should I or should Why I not? just say the working conditions? But no, they're not working all the time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's and a they, good you know work what? They, they get room and board. They get room and board, and the pool that they have to clean is between your legs. (laughs) (laughs) I regret nothing. (laughs) What's up, chick sticks and everything in between? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads, so get ready for our salty surprise. And you know what? It's the it's the season of surprises, right? It is the season of giving and of receiving and of breakups. Did you know that the holiday season, like it's cuffing season, but it's also the season of oh fuck, I don't want to buy you a present. Wait, I don't really? want to meet your parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like right what? before Thanksgiving and Christmas is a is big cuffing, but it's also big like bye-bye. Mm, hmm. Yeah. It really is. It just like I don't want you to be around my parents, or it's it's I don't want to bring you to family shit, and I don't want to buy you shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. And I guess that's a great you know introduction to <laughs> you know our first holiday season episode, which is about gift giving. Mm-hmm. An integral part of getting through the holiday season is spending money you don't have on people you don't like. Well. That could be something that, <laughs> like a way to look at it, I guess. You know, it's it's my research indicates that it's much more meaningful and. All right, convince you know, me, okay, Sabita. Well, I'm going to play mean, devil's advocate today. I'm feeling a little spicy, so I mean, buckle up. <laughs> what else is new? Here's the thing, though. What I'm a, what I start off with is going to actually, it's going to make 
it's going to make your point. And then I'm going to have to backpedal. All right. So, that's fine. So I'm going to argue in your favor to, to start. Okay. So up until, so, so the idea of giving gifts, especially for Christmas, is a relatively new thing. Um, How new? Uh, 19th century in the U.S. That's when Okay, that kind that's of, pretty new. That's when that practice started to get more common. And then um, up until like the 1970s, the six weeks before Christmas, accounted for about 80% of the toy industry sales. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Retail Me Not did some research in the UK and found that households expected to splurge an average of uh, 473 pounds on presents. So, in Europe, Mm -hmm. in that time period, um, it was normal to spend even as much as 300 pounds per child. Oh, shit. That's like, what is that? Who are these parents? Um, it depends, it depends on the time period, uh, right? So at right, one point, it yeah, it so was, much. yeah, at one point it was about 600, maybe even 700 bucks. Ooh. Now it's about 300 bucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry people who use pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, uh, in the early 2000s, it was estimated that shoppers in the U.S. alone spent over $4 billion each day during the Christmas shopping season. So that's an average individual spending of over $1,000 on gifts. What? $1,000 on gifts. Per person. So that's not even per household. If there's four or five people in your household, each person in that house is spending Spending about $1,000. About $1,000, yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, In a 2016 European online survey... Okay, so, so now, you know... People are going out. They're spending their hard-earned money. They're spending $1,000 in six weeks to give gifts to, you know, X number of people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have kids, it's $300 a kid, allegedly. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, in, a, in a 2016 European online survey, 15% of the respondents surveyed were unhappy about their gifts. Oh, 10% couldn't even remember what they had received. Uh, 25% said that they had re-gifted their presents to someone else. Holy shit. 14% sold the items. 10% tried to return them to a store. And 5% returned the gift to the giver. So what percent liked their shit? Because I'm not a mathematician, but that was a lot of percents that you just said. So if, if 15% were unhappy about their gifts, then about 85%. Oh, oh, but in that fifteen percent, the broke the breakdown. What those people did, that fifteen percent of people did with their, mm-hmm. their yeah. gift, they tried to return it, or they. Yeah. Okay, I thought I misunderstood. I thought you were saying that all well, those people, and it could be like twenty five percent of all respondents said that they had regifted presents to someone else. Mm. I know people that regift gifts. Mm-hmm. I regift bags. I actually know somebody that <laughs> gave a gift. That they found in a dumpster to somebody. No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. It's like the ultimate re-gift. <laughs> was it a good gift, though? It was like a piece of luggage. <laughs> and it was relatively unused. <laughs> so they just kind of cleaned that shit up and re-gifted it. <laughs> you find uh, some gems in trash bins, I guess. You do, but do you gift them is the question, right? Like, I guess it depends, right? Because if you find a designer purse in a dumpster, yeah, and if you feel like giving that to me after cleaning it up, 
please. Will you take it? All right. Yeah. I'll go dumpster diving for like a Michael Kors bag for you. No, not Michael Kors. I'm talking. How about like. Was like at Burberry? least a thousand dollars. Yeah. What's like? Is that like a thousand dollars? Vuitton. Yeah. Chanel. It's crazy what people throw away. I'll like, get you a bag. Yeah. I'll hunt for one. Yeah. Having having worked in a music store where music gear worth mm-hmm. thousands of dollars will get thrown away without people realizing it. And you guys crazy. have to destroy it before you throw it away, right? Uh, it's not. I'm not saying that we would. I'm saying just people. Oh, and then, people And do. then, like, we'd have people come in and see, be like, "Yo, what is this?" And it's like. Where'd you find this? In the dumpsters. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> so actually, there's people that make, like, their careers are dumpster diving mm-hmm. in well-off neighborhoods, especially in uh, New York City's, uh, I think it's Upper East Side and Makes Upper sense. West Side. People, or like near universities, you know? Some of these universities that have very elite students that cost a lot of money, when these kids move, they throw everything away i mean this shit is at most a y- four years old and it is just tossed you know and and it's good quality shit it's very expensive on brand stuff and they mm-hmm. just i don't know it's like a piece of paper to them that's a different kind of money that is that is fuck you money that, that is, is definitely that's fuck annoying you money. kind of yeah. money on my end i'm jealous kind of money but you know. <laughs> yeah you hate them because you ain't them you know yeah. that's when i become a salty broad no yeah so, of those people that try to give away their gifts, seniors, senior citizens were more likely to uh, give their unwanted presents to charity, while those aged 25 to 34 simply threw them away. Oh, damn. They didn't even try to resell them, huh? Nope. I guess didn't try to resell, didn't try to give them to charity. They just thought, don't need it. Lazy. Yep. Um, gifts are less least likely to be appreciated on personal tastes, and that includes... Okay, so... Gifts that are least likely to be appreciated based rely only on personal taste. Sorry, I can't talk right now. They include items like perfume, cosmetics, ornaments, and clothing. Those are not appreciated? Those are not appreciated. Why? So it's basically based off it's basically based off of <laughs> um personal taste, right? So if some if you like floral perfumes and mm, someone gets you something that's right. either really musky or like, you know, it's just not your taste. You're not gonna w- want it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna use it. Same with clothing. Same with cosmetics and like ornaments. Like unless that person, like, unless it's a very sentimental ornament, I think mm-hmm. that person's like, I, I have my own ornaments. Like, yeah, that's true. Because I don't know about in your homes, but my house has. So we have our filler ornaments, the things that make the tree look yeah full, and then I have my sentimental ornaments that I we put up as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's true. But like usually, and I don't know if it is in your houses, like I purchase my own sentimental ornaments because it's either like if I'm traveling somewhere or, you know. I actually don't know if I've been gifted an ornament before. Um, The only thing I can think of is my mom has purchased ornaments for me that like I have a, a tree in my house that has like ocean ornaments, like a completely ocean tree. Mm. So she's purchased and like it wasn't a Christmas gift, but she just like you know went to a store saw a cute little starfish and was like oh i think she'll like this so she bought like a starfish ornament oh okay yeah so i mean i've been gifted ornaments that way but not like as part of a christmas gift Mm. because to me it's like well christmas is happening my guy what am i i put this up for a day and then that's it what happens then you know yeah well i mean do you keep your ornaments up until new year's yeah but like that's a week yeah that's true that's true yeah um 
so why do we give gifts, right? Like, yeah, why do to. we? Why do we? We're yeah. forced to. Yeah, but yeah, why we're though? To. No, so there's actually um, some science behind it, and a couple of different researchers sat down to kind of figure out, okay, like, what are the actual reasons? And what they found were there were six reasons that people typically uh, give gifts. One is to build and reinforce relationships. So, like, you're communicating with your gift that you appreciate the other person. Um, The second way would be a way to show love and devotion. So it's a symbolic gesture of your love. Think, Mm -hmm. like, Valentine's Day and flowers. okay. um, And then there's symbolic communication. So there's, like, a meaning to that gift. So it, it could be something nice, you know, like... Oh, you know, I've I've never had X Y Z, and that person noticed and bought it for me, and it's kind of like, you know, now now you have this thing, or um, it could be a, a a hint, like if someone buys you clothes that are like they know your size, but that are two sizes too small, mm-hmm. they could be trying to tell you like. Ah, you know, <laughs> bitch lose weight. Like, I actually know somebody whose mom used to do that. Really? Straight up. She So her whole thing was she always would tell us what her mom got her for Christmas because it was always like comically mean. <sighs> and she would always, every year, almost always get a piece of clothing from her mom that was always the size that she wanted her to be. Mm-hmm. And so that that is her giving a gift as a form of symbolic communication. It's fucked yeah. up symbolic communication. It totally is. <laughs> totally is. Um it's also can be uh, you can also give a gift because you want to receive something in return. You know, if if your love language is um, receiving gifts, not necessarily giving them, mm-hmm. but you know that if you give one, then people will feel obligated to give you one in return. That could be like, ah, so I'm going to tell everybody, hey, I'm buying you a Christmas present because I know they're going to feel obligated mm-hmm. to buy me one now. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Why don't you just buy yourself a Christmas present at that point? I think it's that some it, it it might be that they feel like you're that person's reinforcing their relationship oh, by buying okay. them a gift. All right, yeah, all right. Um, you can buy a gift to help others, like kind of like the example I said before, right? Mm-hmm. You see someone that needs something but they can't afford it themselves, you buy it to them for them as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the sixth reason would be to find a mate. <laughs> Bless you, Daniel. Daniel, you are ruining this podcast. You know what? I'm not going to give you a rock. As a gift, because penguins give uh, rocks to another penguin. Hold on, when they like each other. So that in that cartoon, I don't know if you know that Happy Feet. Ha- no, oh, uh, no. the one where there's like a green pebble and uh, gosh, what's the Surf's name of it? Up? No, um, there are animated movies. I wanted to show you animated movie. It's penguin. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. It's called not Surf's Up. It's old. It's like super old. Gosh. Madagascar? No. Uh, no. Oh, here it is. This one. The Pebble and the Penguin. Do you know this one? No. You don't know the Pebble and the Penguin? What the? Okay. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Those. those oh. That yeah. Look yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Right. So one okay. of the penguins. It looks very 90s, too. Oh, it's insanely 90s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it came out in like. Let's see. 97. Here. Say 97. Let's say 97. 95. Close. Uh, close one of cigars. Off. You remember We Are Back? Well, yeah, we that's back. a good that's one. That's like quintessential dinosaurs. 90s animation for yeah. me. So, yeah, the it has Martin Short in it. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, basically it's about the mating rituals of penguins. And it, there's a, a little lame penguin named Hubie. And he tries to give a pebble to the hot girl penguin, Marina. She's too hot for him, but you know um, he's yeah. super charismatic. So he gets it. Yeah, in the yeah, end. yeah. So there's an evil penguin. And he's like, nah. Because he, he finds this like green gem. And he's oh. like, well, I'm going to give this to Marina. And she's going to love it. And then they fight over who gets the pebble. So I always thought that was just a made-up story. No, it's true. Penguins actually give a rock or a pebble to the, their intended mate. And they keep that rock, actually, and they become mates forever. They hold on to the rock? Yeah. What? They, penguins also mate for life. That's adorable. Yeah. Aww, yeah. penguin. I see why that's your favorite, then. I, I do cute. love penguins. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although, you know... The thing is, I love penguins, but I've received so many penguin stuffed animals. Oh, my God. That, like, they, if I take you into, like, so the guest room, I have a couple shelves in the closet, and they're just full of penguins. Because, mm. like, everyone's like, Sapita likes a peng- likes penguins. Get her another penguin stuffed animal. I'm like, please, no more. I don't know what to do with them. How many of those penguin stuffed animals or paraphernalia, how many of those were Christmas gifts? A fair good amount. amount. Yeah, fair amount. Yeah. Fair amount. I feel like that's the other thing, too, is when you tell people you're into something. They think it's your personality. Yes. Oh, my God. There was a very brief time where I, like, when mustaches were, like, funny, putting them on things that didn't belong on mustaches. Yeah. And I, for some reason, thought that was funny because I was, like, you know, Yeah, it was, it was that quirky thing. It's and like, like a quirky, their, funny yeah, thing, right? Yeah. And I got so much shit with mustaches on it. Mustache wallet, mustache sunglasses, mustache sandwich cutter. <laughs> So you could eat your PB and J in the shape of a mustache. Yeah, there isn't, there's no end to the madness, and so I'm. I don't tell people what I'm into anymore yeah. because you guys are gonna just beat it into the ground. <laughs> so. Yeah. Don't look at me. I just beat you to the ground emotionally. <laughs> you she did does. it. <laughs> that sounded so sad. It did. It did. Actually, the, the best penguin gift I've ever gotten was um, my husband for my birthday one year. He surprised me with a trip to SeaWorld. I know. I know all the, you know, atrocities. Not of every SeaWorld, fish there but is, is, is yeah. like Shamu. Some of them are probably happy. Yeah. SeaWorld's changed. Yeah. Okay. All right. They, well, it a was a very positive that. experience for us. And we he surprised me with a penguin encounter. So I get to meet a penguin in real life, and I get to pet it. And then we got to go into the enclosure where all the other penguins were. Yeah. I was, I blacked out. Like, I, it was, like, Let the me ask coolest you something. experience. Did you black out because it stunk like shit? Because <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you get to clean yeah, penguins. Yeah, I swim with penguins sometimes when I dive with them and clean their tank. And that thing is, like, swimming in a toilet. A literal. I know someone who got a tiny little bit of that water in their mouth, and they shit for, like, two days. <laughs> so your birds are cute, but they are dirty af. Yeah, so they're not clean. When you walked in there, you, you weren't assaulted with a pungent it odor. Really, it didn't bother me because penguins. You were just so happy to be <laughs> yeah, there. Okay. <laughs> it really because to me it smelled like like fish, like just a lot of a lot of fish. Mm. Is that what it smells like for you? No. Well, because no. it's different because you're diving in that water. Yeah, I wasn't diving like in the water. Clouds everywhere, and I think you guys need to go in there more often and clean it more. Hell often. no, somebody else can do it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> you go do it. If yeah, you, you love go do it. So I mean, honestly, like, don't threaten me with a good time. I'll do it. I'll do. It. I'll do it right now. <laughs> I'll do it right now. Fine, you're hired. You can take my shifts. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
so there's four types of gifts as well. The, the, when they were doing Only this four. research, most gifts fall into one of these categories, apparently. Um, gifts that are symbolic of the self and of the giver. They don't give examples of? No, no. Gifts that are symbolic of the giver's knowledge of the receiver. Ah, okay. Gifts that are symbolic of the occasion. And gifts that are expressive and contain an array of significant meaning. So I think that last one is, you know, other duties as assigned, basically. So, like, here's a mop. Do your job. Yeah. God. Exactly. Or, you know, here's a loofah. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. <laughs> like. <laughs> but oh. so most gifts fall under those four categories. Now, when you're selecting a gift, they had this chart and it was broken down into four quadrants, right? Mm-hmm. So quadrants moving up would, were like more useful and quadrants moving to the right were more surprising. Oh, okay. So something that would be like useful but not surprising would be practical and pleasing. Like a vacuum. Well, so like if you ask for a vacuum, because it's not. Oh, surprising. so but if you didn't yeah. ask for one, then it would be different. But like it All would right. be like a boring thing, like socks or like other practical Hold on. gifts. Hold on. Now it's called boring. Not your fucking novelty socks, because right. we all know. No, you give me a pack of Hanes, I'm pissed. Yeah, but, but like, you got little penises with Santa hats on them and it says Mary Dickmas then I'm I'm here for it <laughs> do you actually have that sock no oh, okay. I'm sure it exists though yeah um then so one down from useful so it's not as useful and it's not surprising it's the the gifts under that category fall into it's the thought that counts these oh, are like no. <laughs> off-taste gifts that have little or no purpose. Okay. You know, but at least they tried. So it could be like kitschy jewelry you never wear or like, you know, a mustache wallet when you have a perfectly right. good one. Or like my mom, for like three years in a row, she bought me magic kits. Because she, for some <laughs> reason, I don't know if she thought I was into magic or she wanted me to get into magic. But these were not just like a stack, a stack of cards and a ping pong ball. This was like a full-on fucking kit Jesus. that had like posters of famous magicians and it came with a hat and like a cape and shit. <laughs> and you know, I'm like 14, like, mom, I'm not cool as it is. I don't need to be doing this and make it in worse because I'm never going to be like David Copperfield. I'm going to be that weird guy on, on the oh, school yeah. campus that's like, pick a card. <laughs> they're like, no. 100%. Yeah. That'll be you. So that is the... They tried, or what's it called? The uh, thought least, that counts? Yes, yeah, the thought that counts. <laughs> okay. Then if we move to the right, it's not as useful, but it's surprising. And these would be the um, nice to unwrap. So they're surprising and somewhat useful, but not quite what you had in mind. So here's where you could put like a handheld vacuum. If like you didn't ask for one and like mm-hmm. they got it and you're like, oh, okay. So I mean, on it, don't ever get someone a vacuum for Christmas unless they ask for one because that's sending a message right there. But yeah, like, yeah, (laughs) if you know, if it's useful and not quite what you had in mind, but you're like, you know what? This might work. This might work. This might work. (laughs) Like an example would be uh, for my wedding. I had I had a registry and someone went off registry and one of my friends and got uh, a spice rack. And I was like, this is surprising. I didn't think I needed this but like fuck yeah like yeah and I still have it I still use it like it's a good gift Mm -hmm. um and then the last quadrant is like this is the gift that keeps on giving this is where you want to be 
the holy grail of giving, uh, gifting and something everyone should aspire to. So this is like something that is thoughtful, it's useful, and it's surprising, and you like remember it, right? So what would be an example of that? So the example that they gave was like a cooking class with your favorite local chef. Ah, so like, useful, it's an experience. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I feel like experiences at this point in life are feeling more like the kind of gifts that I would appreciate. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's the kind of stuff you don't, like seek out or necessarily it's or like, that you're not going to spend on yourself yeah. necessarily it's yeah. like i can buy myself a vacuum but if i'm yeah yeah like if someone gifted me something yeah like you said like an experience where i normally wouldn't have i think that's it. also the millennial generation though we tend to value experiences over things mm-hmm. I, yeah. I would say like older generations are quite like that are they there can be i mean mm. vacations think of like how like coveted vacations are those are all experiences seeing the world yeah but I, what i'm saying is is like we don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck about the fancy vacuum i don't give a fuck about nice crystal or any of that i'd rather go to a concert i'd rather mm-hmm. i'm i i don't have as much uh well being on the the playing side of music i don't have as much uh desire to go to concerts but i i but does, or I, like a, a I, art exhibit or like a, a vacation, a mini vacation. You know what I mean? Like I mean, because a vacation is really expensive, but like yeah. like a cooking class yeah. or like, you know, something like that would be mm-hmm. different. Or like a trip to an auto speedway to race a, a car. Yeah. That'd be dope. And, but, and that's kind of the gift that keeps on giving, right? You remember that mm-hmm. when you yeah. think back to, you know, all the other things. I remember the penguin you know, experience that I had. Well, of course. And you'll remember that forever. Yeah. And it's not like it's going to sit on your shelf and collect dust. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the... So when you're talking about... Okay, so before I get to the rules to consider when gift giving, some things to keep in mind. Be attentive, right? Listen to and observe your receiver to tune into what they want and they need. So for me, and I don't know if you guys do the same thing, if I'm with someone and I know, okay, I'm going to be buying you a, a birthday and a Christmas gift, and they say, oh, yeah, this is cool, I have an actual, like, I write it in my notes. Mm. Like, so-and-so mentioned this. Mm-hmm. Just so I know, like, hey, this is what they have their eyes on. Um, you can get personal and find a niche, right? So give something personal that, that could only come from you. If, if you guys have an inside joke or if, you know, something that they particularly like or an aesthetic that they typically use in their house or everyday world, you know, that you can get personal with that. Mm-hmm. And be creative. Allow yourself to be inspired. Gifts don't have to be predictable. Um, so these are the rules. So keep that in mind when you're considering the rules to consider when gift giving. Choose experiences over stuff. That's exactly what we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Um Think long-term satisfaction. So instead of just like an initial wow factor and then something that will like collect dust in the back of your closet, think about how the recipient can use the gift to enrich their life. An example, I think, um, and Dan is sitting right here. He, for our wedding, got us a cast iron skillet. Mm -hmm. And that shit, like, we use all the time. It's hanging in the, um, you know... You got me a uh, lot body butter and like hand butter because you refused to get gold bond for Christmas last year. Mm-hmm. I used the fuck out of all that. Did you? Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah of I course, I buy you no gold bond medicated powder. <laughs> God, line in the sand. I know, I know. <laughs> um, rule number three: Don't make it burden. If it's hard to use, or if someone has to go out of their way 
to to do this experience gift that you gave them, like it's going to be harder for them to do it. If it requires a lot of instructions, if it's not something that they wanted to do anyway, just don't make it a burden for them. I'm going to get everybody unassembled Ikea furniture for Christmas. That <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have I places for. I enjoy putting all furniture together. But I'm going to take a piece of the furniture out. Oh, now you're the devil. <laughs> or like some, some <laughs> of the hard... monster, man. So <laughs> some of the hardware. Burn I'm going to trade the She's pieces. So you guys have to call each other and figure out who's got the Flurban Durbin and who's God. got the Zerkeen Flogin or whatever. The Strool. You know, the there, strool, yeah. There's a couple of our friends in our group that like puzzles too. You should do puzzles, but it's missing like a quarter piece and a center piece. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> there is a puzzle that you can buy. It's called the Infinity Puzzle, I think. And it, the pieces can be fit in lots of different ways. And no. there is no right or wrong way to do it. No. And like there'll be like random holes in it no. and stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. absolutely not. Uh, listen, I just started putting together puzzles and. I like puzzles, but fuck you. Like, if, if you do that. Like, I want a puzzle that's a little challenging, but, like, I don't want things to be the same shade. I want different colors. I want... You know, for my birthday, um, you got me that horror movie puzzle. Yeah. And that shit was fun because it's little movies here and there. So if you see a piece and you're like, oh, shit, that's a part of the thing. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's easy to do, but you still got to think about it. It still took me a few days to put together. Um, rule number four, if someone hands you a wish list, use it. I understand the idea of wanting to kind of, you know, do something a little bit more surprising or something a little bit more personal, but if they give you a wish list, they want that shit. Like yeah. you risk, unless they say, you know, feel free to divert from this list, mm -hmm. you know, you risk them just being unsatisfied with their gift. And rule number five, don't feel pressure to spend more than you feel comfortable. Again, allegedly, the average person spends about $1,000 on Christmas gifts. Don't feel the need to do that. You were saying that some people, before the podcast, you were telling me that people will take out like loans and yeah, stuff. Yes, so about like 5 or 10% of people Which take out loans. I mean, that's nuts. That's nuts. Yeah. That's just, and it makes me sad that people feel that much pressure to, mm -hmm. to make it happen. You know. Well, so when I was doing research, I was just looking up like gifts to give the season, or you know, mm -hmm. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I found an Esquire article that was like most popular gifts that are wanted this year. Oh, or please something. tell me. There's like a MacBook in there. It's like Nintendo Switch. Um, everything is at least three hundred dollars on that fucking list, and I'm like, for who? Like, what? For myself. Kids. <laughs> what? Kids. K I, mean, I mean, kids, those adults, two items even. You posted, like, kids. Like, yeah, you well. know, uh, <laughs> I, you know what's confused me? I've never understood the car commercial thing for Christmas, you know, where like oh, they man. get up early and the wife's like, your presence outside. And then he runs out and he's like, well, it's just what I wanted. And it's like a, you know, bow a on the truck. Car. And then they're like, Ford. Don't ever buy me a Christmas car gift. without Whoa. consulting me. What the fuck? That you just bought him a $70,000 car? <laughs> yeah. Fuck MacBooks, a car? 
Mm-hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> you will That's never a different kind of money. Attention, all people in my <laughs> life. You will never. I repeat, never get a car from me. <laughs> never. If I ever tell you there's a car outside waiting for you, be suspicious. I'm pulling a sneaky on you. <laughs> You're gonna get pied for sure. Yeah, there's nothing for you outside that you want. <laughs> You know, I was actually also, so when I was looking doing research on this, people were like, okay, what kind of gifts to give? Apparently, there's actually research to support that if you're buying someone something, if you're buying someone like a nice shirt and it's like an expensive shirt, yeah. don't give it to them with like a cheaper tie or something. Because in their mind, they will devalue really? that shirt. Yeah. Apparently, if you want to get someone something, get them like, a nice thing and just one of it. You don't need to feel the need to like to multiple. Yeah. Multiple it up. It makes sense. But like it goes against everything that I want to do. Yeah. 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 You're saying this to me like that. You're wrong. That's not right. (laughs) Yeah. But like, but at the same time, it kind of makes sense because it's like you, you cared about one thing that you gave, but then you kind of just threw the other things in. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So let me give you guys something that actually happened. Not to me, but Mm -hmm. this is something that actually happened. So there was a kid that he got a MacBook for Christmas, mm. but he he got it last. That was the last gift he opened. His brother did not get a MacBook because I think he had asked for some things that were cheaper, quote, quote, you know, like maybe a gaming system or mm-hmm. something. And so he got several of these smaller but big items. And mm. but the boy who got the laptop, he he opened 18 pairs of socks. So t- so the parents thought we want to have him have something to open while his brother's opening all his presents. This kid unwrapped 18 pairs of socks. I think he got to like pair 15 and he went into the bathroom and cried because he thought he was getting only (laughs) socks for Christmas. And then he finally got to the end of the road and opened the MacBook and he was excited. But I wonder if the 18 fucking pairs of socks yeah, it was emotional ended damage up devaluing rather that, than the just defi- like yeah. the hitting definitely them with like, the, you know what I mean? They gave him trust issues with the parents. They really sure. did, yeah. Probably, but like, I also, it, and it did devalue right. it, I'm sure. There, yeah. There's totally. definitely a way to go about, like, because obviously it's down to they spent the equal amount, but yeah. but yeah, like it's the amount of experiences that one got was like opening a bunch of smaller things that but comprise like, the same. But great gifts, yeah. Yeah, but... I don't know. Teach him fucking socks. At that point, at that, I feel like at that, if they're getting those, they've got to be old enough to where the parents can be like, you know what? You guys know what you're getting, or at least this is what would happen with us. We'd like mm-hmm. know what we're getting, and we just like have to understand that they're equally like. Because I remember one year I got something that was bigger, but sister got other things that were same thing. But I, I don't remember exactly so- how they opened. I know that all of us have different experiences with gift giving in our houses. Because for me, like, we didn't really do that when I was a kid growing Mm -hmm. up. But I didn't even have a Christmas tree until, like, much later on in life. Mm -hmm. Because we were just, Christmas was the one time that, you know, we could take our family vacation. So it would be like we would go somewhere and and do something. And that would be our gift. Um, But then in recent years, you know, as we spent time here, my mom would go to, like, Costco and stuff. So you'll get, like, underwear and socks. Oh, same. It's quantity over quality. And I don't know. I I don't. It's not my cup of tea. Nope. Maybe. I, I, without fail, I mean, I'm a novelty sock person, but there is someone in my family who will give me, like, a big pack of socks. 
and they're just like regular socks. And it's like, hey, man, I love socks, but like I cannot wear through these things fast enough. You have to we've got to slow down. Mm -hmm. Let's do this like every three years. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I because then I start having to like throw away or give away socks. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I feel kind of bad. But I I, my sock drawer is full and I have a big sock drawer. (laughs) Yeah. There's no more room at the inn. So <laughs> we, we've got a, this is why I say novel, I specify novelty socks because it's usually one pair yeah. and they're always hilarious. There's always room in my drawer for those, but we've got to stop on these Hanes packs, please. <laughs> See, and for me, like if it's an extra warm, like special sock. Yeah. Right. Like, like a hiking sock or something. Yeah. Like, like, like a, spe- like a one, like I don't want you to, but I don't want something that you could buy in a pack. Yeah, like, I want something you want like, a like high quality sock. High quality, and I think that as I get older, I want fewer chingaderas. You know, like mm-hmm. little shits that I can throw around. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, and for me, you know, I don't necessarily. I, I love the novelty, but I like it. You know, I appreciate it, but I don't necessarily have room for it mm-hmm. or use for it. You know, in my day to day, and if I receive a gift, I want to use it. You know. Um. That that's like my biggest gripe when it comes to to, to gifts. It's like yes, I have I have a lot of different things that I like, but you know, the the use for me is what makes it special. Because like, hey, I remember that you got me the fucking cast iron for for our wedding. You know, I remember all the shit that you got. Me. Not shit, but like mm-hmm. all the stuff that you've given. All that chingaderas. <laughs> all the chingaderas. Mine's a cast iron skillet. What was your shit? No. Um, <laughs> for their wedding, I bought them a nice tea cream set from anthropology mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she did so there okay okay mm-hmm. mm. so um then have you heard of the four gift rule i feel like this would maybe be something that would be useful to you is that the one where like parents only get their kids four gifts yeah and it's something they want something they need something to wear and something to read hmm. all right i like that i mm-hmm. like that you know a couple years ago the something to read thing, I read somewhere that um, I think it's in Iceland or Norway or something. On um, Christmas Eve, everyone opens one gift mm-hmm. and it's a book. Yeah. And they sit and they spend Christmas Eve reading and eating chocolates. And I'm I like, love that. That is a great idea. That sounds cozy AF. Yeah. Mm hmm. And we, so we, we do that. We would used to, we would have like a, every Christmas Eve, we would open, every year we'd get pajamas. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. a lot of people would, that do that. We too, would open yeah. that, wear them in the night, and then just like relax until we went to sleep. Yeah. Actually, one of my favorite pairs of pajamas I got from my old roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're a roommate. Yep. <laughs> um, for Christmas Eve. And it, like, so cozy, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, that shit's nice. Like I'm gonna look at pajamas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all gonna start like googling right. pajamas now. Um, That's what being 30 is. You're like googling honestly. luxury pajamas. <laughs> okay, but on my list of worst gifts, gifts I've ever received, mm-hmm. I have one because I don't have a whole lot that I can put in there. Because most people in my life are really great gift givers, but I have one that I really, really wanted in the early 2000s slash late 90s mm. because everyone fucking had one. And I, to this day, have lived to regret it. The motherfucking Furby. You got a Furby? I got a Furby. You didn't like it? Okay, so here's the thing. (laughs) I liked it for like two months. Mm. And then the fucker got annoying. So then I, you know, put him in the closet, take off the batteries, Mm -hmm. and in the middle of the night, for some reason, 
like a gremlin. Even though the batteries were out? The batteries were fucking out. Did yours speak English or furbish? It spoke both. It was like a... No, you had to pick, didn't you? No, it, it learned English as time oh, went on. Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah. Are you hungry? Yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. Ah. That thing, I, t- I, I <laughs> took it to my mom. I was like, you guys are keeping this in your closet. Do you couple- still have it? So when I was in my 20s, yeah. I moved back home after college. And my mom was like, motherfucker, I'm going to get her. So she put <laughs> batteries in the thing. No. Put it in my closet. No. It was the... Worst, like the the best worst prank anyone had ever played on me. Oh, I, I can't believe that things still work too. Like, dude, but it did it sound all gross. Like, no, oh. it sounded normal. Oh. It was fine. Those things never die. It's true. It's true. Those like cockroaches. N- yeah, I had a Furby too. Mine was purple and yellow, and mine white. was blue and gold. Mm, okay. So I, I totally know what you're talking about. I, I went through the same stages of, of grief with my Furby. I had the fear, and then I had the anger. Yeah, the why won't you die? Yeah. yeah. I'm fairly certain I have him somewhere. He's probably plotting his revenge for living in a garage forever. But And do you know why you still have him, though? Because they're 150 goddamn dollars. Really? I don't know why. Like now, I'm realizing why my parents did not want to buy a Furby for so long and, and pushed back. For were they so expensive? Long. That they expensive were at that time? Super expensive at that time. Oh shit! Too. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they were really expensive. Kids Thanks, toys. mom and dad. Yeah, kids' toys were like dumb expensive. Wow. How much are they now? Are they worth anything on eBay? I think because they have new Furbies now. No, no way. Those have made a comeback. I. S- to God. I'm gonna buy you a Furby. No, please don't. Go, but come on, be open to it. No, I'm not <laughs> open to it. There's no way that I'm open to it. Oh, but $150 for a new one? For a new one, man. Nah, nah. Oh, they look creepier. I don't like. I like how the old ones look. Do you like how the old ones look? Well, they have smaller ears. The new ones, yeah, have but giant the old ears. ones look like they. I mean, you said I have like. Old fisherman eyes. So was this the blue one? Was that yours right here? That light blue uh, one? No, it was it was a very light blue. Oh, mine was purple and yellow. So <laughs> that see, here we are. Fur- Furbies were the gift that keeps on giving. Dude, they were. Or like, do you remember Sky Dancers? Oh hell yeah, my sister had one of those. I loved my Sky Dancer. Yeah. I got that for Christmas too. That was one of my favorite gifts. This was my Furby. Oh, he was the special edition. Oh, who you knew? You had like a very. I mean, you could buy it for fifty dollars now online. What do I want to buy him for? I already have one. If I have two, they're gonna mate and create a Furby army. <laughs> That's true. You never buy two Furbies. Just like you <laughs> Dude, never. This shit is so fucking scary. Look at. <laughs> <laughs> or like when when the eye gets stuck halfway down and you're like, oh, it's going to kill me in my sleep. Have you ever seen Willy's Wonderland? No. Is that with the Nick, Nick Cage, Cage movie? movie? Where he has to like murder all of the animatronics and like what's no. akin to like a Chuck E. Cheese. It's like it's basically like Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> come to life. Is it, it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> he says no words the entire movie. Uh, but Yeah. But they the Furbies are giving me... Willie's Wonderland energy. <laughs> like, if I'm not looking at them, they're going to move and oh I'm going to have to stab them. <laughs> okay, so are there, do you have any worst gifts besides the Furby that you now? Okay, also- I never said that was worst. I think that was a pretty good gift. It was a good gift at the time. It was good until it, just- it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, the worst gift that I ever got, um, the person shall remain nameless, but uh, this person was giving my family um, magazine subscriptions for Christmas, which what? like, okay. it's interesting, okay. right? It's like, so they went around and were asking, you know, so my mom got like a Western magazine thing. And so other people got different things. Rather than calling my mom and consulting and saying, hey, what's Lindsay into? And I would argue that I would have probably been the easiest person to buy a magazine for since I have a lot of hobbies and interests. When was this, by the way? This was... Was this in like the, the heyday of magazines or... Um, This had to have been seven years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. So well past. Well past the heyday of magazines. Okay. Yeah, and I was in my 20s when this happened. So... um. This person couldn't figure out what magazine to get me. And so <laughs> when I got my gift, they were like, I couldn't figure out what magazine to get you. So here, I found these in my drawer. I was supposed to give these to you when you were 12. And what? it was a pack of four pencils that had flowers on them and had my name on them. <laughs> so I got four pencils that were approximately 12 years old. That I was supposed to get 12 years prior while everyone else got magazine subscriptions. <laughs> That's the worst gift I ever got. <laughs> How did you respond to that? I think I literally went, oh, thank you. Because like, <laughs> what else? I'm not going to act super like, wow. I just kind of laughed and said, oh, wow, thank you. Because like, what the fuck else do you say? <laughs> no, I mean, I would have been speechless. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably were. Okay, do you have any memorable gifts? Um, so I've, my, one of my earlier gifts that I remember being like, holy shit. Um, when I was little, my dad got me one of those, um, it was like an ATV, but it had, oh, you know, like a motorized, like, oh, you know, the, yeah. the electric battery ones, like when yeah. I was little and my sister got a little Harley. <laughs> so oh, fuck yeah. We just squatted up and rolled down the street. You know, <laughs> they see me rolling. And you guys hated. probably felt so fucking cool. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, and my mom bought me a dog when I was 18. So Aww. she asked what I wanted for Christmas and I said a dog and she said, get fucked. <laughs> and then she found a doggy and he broke her heart with cute little puppy eyes and she got him and gave him to me and that was unexpected because I said that as a joke kind of mm -hmm. I said it I wanted one but I knew I wasn't going to get one and so I ended up getting one that is the gift that keeps on giving because I still have him 13 mm -hmm. years later Mr. Peanut Mr. Peanut the coolest little dude around and that was actually probably the best gift I can't think of one better than that because he I guess, yeah, technically Winnie was a gift, too. From She was technically a Christmas gift, yeah? Uh, birthday. Oh, birthday yeah. gift. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, but um, I probably should have put her on here. Uh, Dang! Have, okay, so well, what's your I, best I, gift I then, Sabita? I was thinking, like, Christmas. I was thinking, like, just Christmas. Yeah, well, that, so, Peanut was a Christmas gift, so that's yeah, why I no, thought Yeah, no, Winnie him. was a birthday gift. Okay, so and you, it was, you get it was a pass. Like after my birthday, and, yeah. like, you, I had a, yeah. It was, like, for both of us, yeah. Um... So when I was four or five, I told you we, we traveled a lot for Christmas. So we didn't really get Christmas gifts. Right. But I was just starting to learn about Santa from the kids at school because mm -hmm. I didn't know what Santa was before then. And I remember we were in Spain. And, like, I had been talking about how I was so sad that we weren't at home because the kids told me that Santa comes to their house and gives them gifts and stuff and presents and how I really wanted a Barbie or something like that. Mm -hmm. And... At some point, I remember, like, being in this car that my dad rented. 
and like you know we're we're in an area where we don't understand the language or anything but like my dad's like look in the back seat mm. and so i look in the back seat of the car like in the trunk and there are two wrapped gifts in there and i'm like oh. he's like santa found you and it was like two little barbies Aww. and they were like definitely not like american barbies they yeah. were you know but it didn't like, matter right dude i for the longest time was like how did Santa know? Who put him there? <laughs> like, how did they get there? Like, it, like the magic of Santa was like was this very much huge alive. Thing. Yeah. So, like, I think that was my first official gift from Santa, ever. And then, you know, he didn't show up again because I learned that Santa is actually mom and dad. But <laughs> I, I got my first makeup set for uh, Christmas one year, not for my parents because they wouldn't buy it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this like uh it was in the early 2000s it was like in 2010 i think yeah it was in 20 no no no. sorry it was in the year 2000 so i was 10 years old mm-hmm. and um it was a shimmery pale blue color that was super millennial at the mm-hmm. time i know I exactly a, what you're I got, talking I got about a set of that hell yeah yeah what about you anything anything else or hmm I mean, what's, oh, I can't think of something that, it would feel wrong to say anything that tops Peanut, so I think I have to leave it at Peanut. Okay, all right, that's fair, yeah, Mm -hmm. and you know what, the gifts that we get, you know, big or small, because it doesn't really matter, I mean, you got a Mm -hmm. whole ass animal, but like, even a small gift can have a meaningful impact, or, you know, especially if there's any kids in your life, keeping that magic of Santa, like. Oh, totally. Like, it, 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 I remember it fucking 30 years later mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It, it's it's a crazy thing so when this holiday season when you are trying to budget and figure out what to get for someone think about use think about you know how you want how you want them to remember it mm-hmm. 30 years from now yep and if, if, you know, if you can't think of anything that's that memorable or if you can't think of a creative experience to, to enhance that experience for them, you know, something that they can use every day. Because mm-hmm. if as they're using it... They'll think of you. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, this ended up not being so salty. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? But still, fuck Furbies. <laughs> well, hold on. No, please no in my Amazon cart, Speedy. No, no, it's not. You sitting here. $150 Furbies in your For Amazon you. cart. <laughs> <laughs> I got to spend $1,000, bro. Dude, I <laughs> I would judge you so hard if you bought a fucking No, $150. but if I find one, uh, like, you know how that lady acquired uh, Chucky, Mr. <laughs> Good Guy from that guy in a shopping cart and out in an alley, if I'm out hanging out in the alley and this man approaches me, offers me a Furby, it's for sure possessed. You know that. For right? sure, but I'm buying it and giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it your problem. <laughs> and then it'll be like child's play. Yeah. Part dope. We're going to be recording Salty Broads and you just hear, hungry. And then he's going to bite your leg or some shit. Dude, because in case you don't know how to feed a Furby, you stick your finger in its mouth. He sucks on your finger. Why is this not a horror movie yet? I don't know. Somebody, Actually, go make it. There's okay. Before we end the show, really quickly, yeah. I have to talk about a um, a movie that recently randomly came on my screen. Sorry, hold on. Why I Google this? It was on Netflix cartoon, um, Giant Furby. 
There's a cartoon about a giant Furby? It's called um, The Mitchells versus the Machines. And at one point, there's a scene with these giant psychotic Furbies. I'll show you as, as soon as we wrap. Oh, man. Look it up, you guys. This is like the, the, the insanity and the terror that is Furby. So if you want to understand why I don't like these motherfuckers, watch The Mitchells versus the Machines. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and with that... We want to hear from you. Send us an email at twosaltybroads at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, I'm Sapita. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay stay salty. salty.